Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To episode 567 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by Ben Funky Askren, Stephen Kyle Brackey, SKB, that, that's something nobody calls him, and our man David Bray coming at us straight from Super 32, gets off the plane, lands early this morning, and drives straight to the studio. You can't beat it. Really? What no. did you do a vacation day in Myrtle Beach on Monday? You know, oh, sit on the beach. Relax just, a little bit. I just made that up. Hopped fun. off the plane at ATX oh, with my dream and my cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey. Listen, it should stay in Myrtle Beach, Christian. I think my guys enjoyed that much more than Greensboro. Greensboro is not the most delightful vacation destination. Uh, the guys who went for our club seem to enjoy themselves. I say it stays permanently in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, and then maybe next year you get in the rotation and uh, you're chosen to go. I'm, and I want to go, too. in the rotation next year. Sick. Yeah, I'm I'm all in for uh for Myrtle Beach. I don't know how the finances work for, for Super Thirty Two or how well they found the thing, but yeah, a destination city sure. would be would be awesome. It was it was a good time to be there. There were there was a small motorcycle rally and also it was Jeep Week. <laughs> so there were Jeeps. If you like Jeeps, you would have been if you like Jeeps and wrestling, so, this is the place to be. Was there a murder at your hotel? Uh no, with the motorcycle not, gangs. Not that we know of. I think just attempted. But, just attempted, uh, okay. yeah. and all charges were dropped, so it's <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Wasn't man. that the deal with the Red Roof Inn at UWW Cadets many years ago, Christian? So no, you're at at the Red Roof Inn. That was uh, the biker rally. Um, okay. The Phantom. They were they're called the Phantom Outlaws, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they they harassed Kyle, and we won't bring up why, but he was harassed. <laughs> it was very loud. Um, but no, the murder hotel was in Cleveland. So the, the uh, Northeast Ohio area, I guess, it. is the common denominator. Um, but yeah, so plenty of stories oh, there. Man. Glad everyone made it safely back. The tournament was was awesome. It was fun just yes. to sit and skip around all different matches. I mean, Saturday is so fun. And then Sunday, of course, was, was fantastic as well. Um, at the top, Ben, were, were there any guys or any particular storylines that, that stuck out to you? Um, well, like, like I said, I, I will admit to you guys that I watched mostly my guys. I We had 27 guys competing, so it was, like, so hard to keep up. Um, man, I, I'll just reiterate one of the things I said last I headline, Kyle. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Not stupid. Fantastic. Um how deep it is right the, the tough matches start like in round round two or round of 32 round of 64 uh you're seeing really good guys get bounced i think the number one guy at one at 106 
I think he got bounced like in the second round, right? Or something. And then like wrestled that. back for third. It, yeah. Right. He wrestled all the way back, which is totally insane. Yes. Yeah. That was impressive. Um, and we saw really highly ranked guys lose other places. One of my guys upset, which listen, I love this guy, but I didn't see it coming out of him. He upset um Maximo Renteria in like the round of sixty four or something like that. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. No, upsets are always super prevalent. Th- to me, I've talked about it a little bit, talked about it on the call. This Dean Hamidi guy, Jr. Oh, good. Oh, my yeah. God. He goes by DJ. He goes by DJ. Oh, love it. Yep. Love a good DJ. Love yep. a good initial name. Yeah, DJ that's, that's cool. yeah. is uh, a monster. And yes. we're going to have to go back and look through the years. But the the list of people who have bonus through Super 32, that's going to be a really short list, I'm going to say. because got to be tiny, right? Got to be tiny. And to your point, Ben... The the tough matches start almost immediately. You know, around two or three, you're yes. gonna have someone that is salty, right? And yes. this guy just steamrolled through. He's so I mean, he's really good on his feet. He was a- attacking a ton. He's really good on top. I mean, this this guy, I, I had no idea. And the match we I need to see is him versus Patty Gallagher. I need to see that match. Yeah, that would be that'd be fantastic. I, I- that's there's a couple matches uh, coming out of here that I think, and I don't know if it's even possible for you guys to do. Well, you have the, the November 14th card, but the turnaround to that would be three weeks to invite some of these guys. That's one of them. The other one that I think that's an obvious to me is Dean Peterson didn't come. Drake Ayala kind of like cemented his status at 126. Yeah. So Ayala versus uh, Peterson would be one that I'm interested in. There's a few like that, that between this tournament and who's number one, they're like, hmm, I, I'd like to see that one. Yeah. Who do I want to see Nick Buzakis wrestle? I don't know, some sort of a brown bear um, type of situation? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We may who, have well, to. Who won one we two? Buzakis versus Mendez would be fantastic. No, I'm sorry. Who's number one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was yeah. not a 132, right? No, you skipped it. Right. That was at 38. We were supposed to have so, 32. It was supposed I mean, to be Buzakis Crookham. And that's the thing is Crookham is Crookham mm. and Buzakis are one and one. And, and the matches they've had are... Super close. Crookham is right there. He's, I mean, those two kids, they're in the same weight class, but they're, they are on the same level. That's, that's the match to see again, you know? Will they hit yeah. at any point this year? I know there's no Iron Man. Yeah. I, no I, Iron Man. I think it's going to be tough. We're that's to the make only it place they overlapped last year, other than, um, not Powerade. Nope. They, uh, Crookham wasn't at Powerade. Um, but they, they also, their previous match was at Akron. So I think okay. Iron Man's the only time their schools. All right. Overlap. We got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see that one. I would, I would like to see uh, Buzakis Mendez too. I think that'd be fun. I think he's plenty, plenty big. Yeah, yeah. Cal looks that'd like be a beast. Awesome. He, his physicality is insane, and by physicality, I mean he just beats people in the head, Ben Askren style, just straight <laughs> hard club, hard club. He's yes. in. He's he's tenacious. Sure. Yeah, I agree on that one. I love him. I think you could bump him up and match him up, right? I, I listen, me, I don't, I, I know you guys know like weight classes, who's number one. I just want to see great matches. So if, yeah. if I were to move a guy around a little bit, that's what, you know, one of the other ones I said was Gallagher Facundo. I'd love to see that. If we got to move guys around a little bit, I'm, I'm cool with moving guys around a little bit as long as they're willing to do so. Um, yeah, that would be an outstanding match. Yeah, this is this is the guy who still brings up the fact that Jordan Burroughs made him cut down to 174. Though. <laughs> so what a butt face. <laughs> well, speaking of Mendez, we we still need to see him versus Van Ness. To oh, my gosh, the, we do. Oh, and then yeah, maybe the winner true. of that gets Buzakis. And then the winner yeah. of that. 
I don't know. College guy. That's what I want to see. Gets Yanni. With Buzakis. Like, I want to see him at junior trials. I want to see him wrestle college opens. Like, I want to see how his physicality translates to guys that are, that, that, you know, that have been wrestling guys that are also that physical for a while. And I, yeah. I think it translates very well. And he's a we junior. We have the junior trials. Mm-hmm. That's very, he's got ridiculous. The youngest probably. We have the junior trials come up here. In, what is it? Two weeks now or three weeks? Um, but, you know, we were initially, if you guys remember, initially this event was, well, not initially. Initially after the initial, this was in September, right? It was like the first weekend in September in Ohio. And at that point, um, we were like, okay, there's no tournaments. We'll just keep training freestyle all the way till we get there. And our guys who maybe we wouldn't normally send to UWW Juniors, we'll send because they, they're, they're not wrestling anywhere else, you know? But now that... A lot of those seniors we have are deep into folk style season. We're not going to really send any of our high school kids to that, to that event. Um, so it will be, and to me, I got to think other high school coaches are thinking relatively similar. So it'll be interesting to see who pulls the trigger and goes to this event. Cause I think if it was in September, you would have had a much greater attendance from high school kids. And now that it's in mid November, it's going to be a lot different. I got to think. Yeah. Yeah. No question. So where, um, Bray, did you see the biggest shakeups rankings wise? Uh, which particular oh. weights or results totally um, blew stuff up for you? Hmm, man, that's yeah, that's that's a really good question. I mean, I think that you know Ben brought up the Maximo Renteria loss at um, at one thirty two, and that was a weight class that you know Maximo, you know, he may fall a little bit, so that that one is going to get shaken up. I think. Probably the weight though that had a little more movement than that was 138, and it was a weight where we didn't have mm-hmm. any of the top four guys in action because those guys were all well. Van Ness is hurt, and then the other three were all at who's number one. But that group of Ramon Ramos, Nick Moore, Nasir Bailey, you know Levi Haynes, Ben Alanis, all those guys all hit, and so they all are going to get jumbled up and and uh, and shuffled, and uh, and we also had guys coming to the bracket from other weights. And Caden McCrary was mm. at 145. He he won the whole He's thing. He's good. He's really good. So yes. that way is going to get is is you know it's going to get completely shuffled. A lot of the same guys are going to still be in the rankings, but you're going to see a guy like Ramos who was number five. He's going to end up moving, uh, you know, possibly as uh, let's see, possibly as low as like 12. Just because wow. of how tight those guys were and how you know how how many matches they all had head to head, so I think thirty eight is the one where um, some pretty pretty big shakeups. And then in terms of like maybe us, I don't know, jump up. one single jump is probably going to be Christian Carroll at one ninety five. And I thought mm, that was yeah. very possible. I I really thought we might have uh, Christian Carroll Seth Shoemate head to head, and and that was a match I was really interested in. But we didn't get to see it. Um, regardless, though, Carroll's going to make a really big jump at 195. Where is after. he currently ranked? He's he's currently ranked at 220. Okay. So if you guys don't know Christian Carroll, the story on him, he wrestled 160 at Super 32 last year, and he oh. went 2-2. Two yeah. and two, But then he was injured, and so he hasn't competed much since then. And so he's kind of been off a lot of people's radar just by the fact of no one seeing him. And so he shows up at the, the Grappler Fall Classic 60 pounds bigger than he had been at 220. Yeah. And Dude, he looks like a like a kid that's been a like a heavyweight type of wrestler. Yeah, he doesn't look like someone who's put on sixty pounds. No, he's a monster he looks and ridiculous, and he's a sophomore. And so, but he he goes to Grappler Fall Classic and and wins th- two or three ranked matches, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, this kid's really good. So he he was like fifteen or sixteen at two twenty, mm-hmm. um, but then he's 
195 for this event and I think for the rest of the year. Not to be and top three, right? Yeah, he'll be he'll probably be be top three. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see the other guys that were in the bracket that he beat other than shoemate were, um, they were ranked around nine and 10, but I think he makes a big jump just based on, based on where he did in ref, in, uh, reference to the field. So, I mean, he did it, you know, he won super 32. Yeah. Shoemate he, was in the mix. That's the number two guy. Hey, yep. the other one I love, um, and I know, so he was at AWA duels and I watched him and we had a few ranked 145s. Uh, Vandiver was at 145. We had a few tough kids. Um, Alec Martin, I watched him at AWA Duels, and you guys yeah. had him at like, I don't know, 15 or 16. I don't know where he is currently on your rankings. And yeah. I'm like, this dude isn't 15th or 16th. He's he's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then he's got, I mean, how high is he going to go now? Dude, he was 19. He was 19, and he was, he was 19, 19 because. That's what he, I said. I said, this dude, this ain't a 19th ranked dude right here. I'm watching Yeah, him. That ain't 19th. That's a good call. I mean, he, he took two losses at Grappler Fall Classic. Um, he's, you know, he's just one of those guys that in, in the, the process of shaking the rust off this fall took some losses, but, uh, he, there's a chance he'll go as high as four. Um, he, he had wow. just a really, really nice collection of wins. And then also Rocco Welsh did as well. So Rocco is going to move up and then, and then Martin's going to stay above him with that win in the finals. So there's a chance he goes as high as four, uh, Wow. You know, need to need to kind of confirm, but that is, is kind of looking like where he may end up. Martin can really scramble the, too. He can attack and yes, counter really strong. And yeah. He's good on top. He's kind of good everywhere. And the other guy that uh, was at AWA Duels, and he actually lost to the Illinois kid, who I'm not, I'm not remembering his name offhand. They had a really good match. Another guy mm -hmm. where I watched him, and then I looked on your rankings, he was like 20th, um, and I'm like, man. Like, I sure don't feel like that kid's a 20th ranked kid. I feel like he's really good. Was Caden Horwath at uh, hmm. 113. And he, yep. I, it was the Illinois kid's name he lost to. I'm blanking on it right now. Um, but they I both were the really, really impressed me. They both really impressed me um, in the matches. And uh, obviously, he comes out here and wins Super 32. So I got to assume he's going to bump up significantly also. Yeah, he's going to make a big jump. He lost to Webster, uh, Owen Webster. Webster, yeah, yeah. No, 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 at, Owen. That's uh, Cannon, Cannon, Cannon Webster. Cannon Webster, yeah. He lost to Owen Webster. That should not hurt him. He, he wrestled, I don't know why you let him wrestle Owen Webster <laughs> at your event. You got to get that thing under control. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, he took that loss to to Webster, and then and then um, he's been on a tear since then. Though he won, he won Grappler Fall Classic. It just just didn't have the the guys in his bracket to you know allow him to make the jump. But then mm -hmm. yeah, he looked he looked really really solid, and that that win over um over Corey land is really impressive win over pj duke is is one that's a little bit tough to figure out i mean in terms of what it means for the rankings because pj won't be ranked he's an eighth grader uh so he's you know he's not even in high school but yeah that he's gonna jump i think a lot of the guys you know a lot of the top guys were missing from this bracket so i if i had to guess i think right now he'll be six um pj so duke a, was the kid that beat steve-o correct yeah we were talking about last week Yes. Yeah. yeah. If he was in high school, he'd be man. he'd be ranked super super high. That kid is that kid is really good, really really yeah, good. For real. Hey, can we talk about this this one twenty semi? Um, it, it was probably I don't know. I thought the overall is very well officiated tournament, but this was a very controversial situation. I don't know if you saw it, Ben, between Mason Gibson not. and Josh Coderhan. Okay, so. They're in ultimate tiebreakers, right? So they do minute sudden victory, then a straight 30-second rideouts. And mm -hmm. if you get away, you win. If you ride them out, you win. Yep. So um, why don't we we'll pull the tape up here? 
Um, Actually, cool. you know what happened this morning, Christian? I got kicked off flow because my uh, my membership expired. I don't have a credit card on me. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Wait, we'll get you taken care of. Yeah, we'll, we'll square you away. <laughs> so, so Coderhan is trying to get away here, yep. and there's 12 seconds if you're if you're watching at home, and he squares up. He's got a wizard. He's trying to clear and get uh, get all the way out, getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. And right there, they get to there and they give one. Okay, so the issue. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry, what's the issue? Well, the issue is they 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 give one. He doesn't. The seatbelt doesn't really cross the midline. So Gibson's corner challenges, right? And they go back and they say, "Oh yeah, you're right. He didn't get the didn't clear it. Mm. Right? It's got to go past the midline." Well, the problem with that is that the escape looked imminent, right? Like imminent, he was going, yes. he had six uh -huh. seconds to get it. So what happens yeah. is they overturn the call, but it took him 24 seconds basically from a restart to get to that point. So they go, they right. say no escape and they put him back down with six seconds to go. Yeah. Gibson rides him out for six seconds and wins the match when really there's a, there's a, extremely high probability from that position he would have continued to circle to his right and gotten away so yeah pretty unfortunate I, I think unfortunate scenario there and it's one of those i forget when becky and i were talking about this i think it was during the finals when it's just like just wait before making the definitive call there was a, there was a, a a takedown call i can't remember which match bracky but um they gave it a little early oh uh ferrari and uh, Henson? Henson, yep. Yeah, and it's like just wait and let him finish the position because you end up from that point, no, it wasn't two, but the two was probably imminent. Let the guy finish yeah. it. Similarly, let him get all the way out so that, especially when you know there's review, you, you don't end up in this kind of situation where, man, it seems like Coderham was for sure going to get away, and instead the rules make it so he's got to go down with six seconds left. And... um I don't know. I thought that was that was an unfortunate way for that match to end. And you so know, one of the what's the, well, on of, this heist. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Okay. On this on this call specifically, Christian, and there's a few other situations on top bottom in high school. In college, I don't feel like it happens for whatever reason, but I always feel like they wait just a little bit too long. And then a lot of times, what happens is, uh, you know, I think it should be one. I think it should be one. They're there. They're there. They're there. And then the bottom guy or the top guy dives in on the leg and hangs on for a stalemate. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, man, they should have just called the one. And not, now it's not one anymore, but it has been one for the last seven seconds, in my opinion. So I always feel like they're not quite as definitive enough uh, on those escape calls. Um, so actually, I <laughs> I was kind of happy that he called it when he called it. But yes, uh, they probably should uh, have let them wrestle a little longer so they didn't overturn that. Super 32 does does a lot of things really well at this tournament. And one of the things is they have... And this is something you know we talk about a lot. They have a different official who's in charge of review than the official who's on the mat. Yeah. And and the guy who is is doing the reviews is super sharp, knows the rules really well, and so he was the right guy to be doing all these reviews. But where you know where Coderhan got played in this instance was yeah the official on the mat, like he I think didn't didn't recognize the either didn't know the rule or didn't recognize the position as what it was and so he called that escape just a little bit too early then when it goes to the to the official who's reviewing he sees no this is according to the rule this is not an escape yet and i mean it's 
it is really frustrating. It's like one of those things that if you were, you know, if you were wrestling in the room or if you were, you know, playing spike ball or something, you'd be like, hey, let's just redo that. Let's because the whole situation's just totally wrecked now. But it's a real match and the stakes are super high. Yeah. And so if a ref makes a mistake like that, then it has real consequences. And that would have yeah. been, you know, that would have been a huge win for Coderhan. And and uh so I man, it's really, really frustrating. Everybody was frustrated. You could tell Gibson in his corner didn't want to win that way. And Coderhan and his corner were extremely, extremely frustrated. The fans are frustrated. Yep. It's just like, man, you got to get it right. Yes. Okay. So that was that was too bad, um, but worth worth bringing up because I thought that was a pretty big moment. Um, other thoughts here. Um, uh, were you guys ex- uh, impressed that Copas beat the number two and the number one, or, or did you guys? I don't think anyone picked him last week, so no. I mean, you got to be at least a little bit surprised, right? Yeah, he did it the hard way too. Because he had to beat, he was on the tough side, right? Horn had the, yeah. um, didn't have either the top two guys or top three guys on his side. I did not think he would win. Uh, it, I was surprised. Um, I thought he won the, exactly how you would think he would win, though, a, a counter takedown type of scenario yeah. off of a, a Chase Horn shot. Um, I thought he's got a quick ass goal behind for a gigantic guy, doesn't he? Yeah. He's quick. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's good there for sure. I, I mean, yeah, I, I was surprised. I didn't expect him to win that. I thought he he got Hamilton really tired, I felt. I was surprised that yeah. that happened. Um, I really thought we were going to have a who's number one rematch and then mm. in the same result. But, yeah, that was, that was a big win for, for Copas, and he runs a gauntlet to take it. I, I, I'm curious. You know, he is the, very much the – I guess you could call it traditional heavyweight for college, but now it's like the less traditional heavyweight. He's going to be a stand in the middle, hand fight, one takedown kind of match guy. And I'm curious how that's going to translate at at the next level where you get someone like Horn, smaller, maybe a little more athletic, more offensive-minded, get him at NC State, and I think he can really excel. Yeah. I mean, part of me says, though, are are we just being – Oh, and that's the word. Maybe I don't know if the word is biased, but you know we're seeing how much success a Gable, Gable, who Gable's not really exactly small. I mean, he's not right. gigantic. He's not small either. Uh, Kirk Levitt, these guys, we're seeing how much success they're having. We're saying, well, you know, the new, the new prototype is a smaller guy, um, but I don't think that means that it has to be the case moving forward. Um, now, the big guy does have to have some tools, right? I mean, but Copas can kind of move for a really big guy. Um, so I think really big guys can have success. They will have to wrestle a, a little bit differently and they'll have to have a certain skill set, but that doesn't mean that they're precluded from having success going yeah. forward. If you look at the last few heavyweight champs, it's Kassar, who was a 97. Yeah. Kyle Snyder mm-hmm. won two. He was a 97. I mean, these are, yep. some, you know, Mike McMullen had a long run there. Um, quiz before Snyder. Quiz. Quiz was a very when he started collegiately, he was undersized. He got bigger, yep. but he was a small, a very athletic uh, heavyweight who got probably up to I guess I would say 250 or so. Um, he's pretty large. So now. yeah, he's a large individual. So I don't know. I kind of think that the trend is for the high level success. When's the last big dude that that won Nelson. NCAs? Tony Nelson, and that was man. If that's Tony Nelson is not much smaller than or not much bigger than some of the guys. I mean, Tony was Tony Nelson and Nick Gostowski. They got away relatively the same weight, right? Yeah. He was a more I mean, of a he, they, taller, leaner. Yeah. You think yeah. he's that much bigger? Am I wrong? No. What is he weighing at? No. 
I bet I bet on the he scale they're similar. <laughs> he's got like the freaking he's frame, yeah. he's, he looks like a forty five yeah. pounder. You know, he's just yeah like six six four, six five. He he wrestled, but what you can say about Tony, what size or not a size, he wrestled that very traditional mm-hmm. heavyweight style. Yes, correct. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like he was going to look to counter. He would get a takedown. He would ride really tough, uh, more so than um, others. That that may be the yeah. last last guy. I with Copas, he's he's clearly so good. I I wonder how much time he gets to spend. In, in the practice room with a super athletic heavyweight. And when he gets to Wisconsin, he'll have, he'll have Hilger around. And I have to imagine yeah. that is going to give him, um, you know, give him a, a feel for that kind of a heavyweight, give him, you know, exposure to, to have even more success against that type of guy. Obviously Horn's going to be in a super good situation with, with Gwiz around at NC state too, but I think Copas is really good and he's going to continue to develop his approach to those really athletic guys. Well, okay. So, okay. So I don't know the answer to this, um, is Copas an Izzy guy? Because I saw a picture of them together. But when Izzy brought a team in September, Apollo Gothard, the kid that took fifth, was his was his guy. And when I look at the map of where Copas lives, um, it's not all that close to where Izzy is. So maybe Izzy was just helping out. I'm not really sure. Um, do you guys know? No, I don't know. I, I don't no. know for sure. Know. I saw he was in his corner though for his for his finals match. Yes. Trying to get him because that would be a stall. good, you know, really good training partner. Um, Gothard, Gothard and Copas, right? The first and fifth here, they would yeah. be good training partners. And Gothard's a little bit smaller, um, has pretty solid leg attacks from what I saw. I, I think this is Keith Gothard in the chat says Hayden is not an Izzy guy. There you go. Apollo is Izzy's heavy. Okay, well that's what he was at the duels. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's that's actually his father. So I'm guessing he probably knows the real answer. Okay. Um, also, real quick from the Facebook chat, um, Jesse Mendez is going to go to junior trials. Ooh. As a third-year nice. third cadet, going to go 57 kilos because it's plus two. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. You know who else is going to be so, there? Who? Um, Cody Chittum. Really? Yeah. Ooh. What weight's he going? So He's going 65. Yeah, that makes sense. So let me ask you guys this. So the, it, it, it's – 20-year-olds, 19 by birth year, obviously, right? 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, and the 17-year-olds can kind of like petition in, or is that how it goes? Because Gable won it. So a 17-year-old would be the third year of the cadet run that they could do. Right. Right? Yes. So they can petition in, or is it 17's included and 16 can petition in? Just 17. I have no idea, Ben. Oh my goodness! You need to be up to date on this. You're the foremost wrestling expert in America, Christian. Well, as far as the age petition, like if it what the official process is, I don't know. Well, because you know they always say like this is the official age, and they do this gimmick where if you have a birth certificate or a doctor certificate, you can move up by a year. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Cody Chittum. Don't know that one. Cody Chittum was there this weekend, and he he almost he almost killed me. he didn't mean to. He was like, <laughs> came out of the hotel lobby and he was on a run and he goes around the corner of the street and his Boom. wallet, his wallet falls out of his sweatpants Uh-oh. and he's running. I'm like, she stole his wallet. Cody, Cody. He can't hear me. He's got up. headphones on. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go run him down and give him his wallet back. By the time I get to his wallet, he's like about a block ahead. So I just, I, you start, ran run, him down? I start running, trying to catch him. Dude, he was running so fast. <laughs> he was running so fast. And I'm like running and I'm running out of breath and I'm shouting, Cody, Cody, but he, he like wouldn't stop. I had to, catch, but I finally did catch him. 
It's a good thing I caught him when I did because I didn't have much. I didn't have much uh, much life left in me. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, that's that lactic acid burn. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't sprint I mean, like that. <laughs> he must have been running for a while for you have to run out of gas catching him, right? Dude, well, running, he was running so fast. <laughs> I, I probably only ran like a quarter mile, but it was like a, wow. it was like a full on like four hundred I mean, meter sprint. Quarter mile? That's that's kind of a, a long ways. For it was a long like, ways. You know, hey, I'm gonna go catch this guy, give him his wallet. Yeah, dude, it was wow, it was, it was brutal, but. Yeah. I thought you got beaten down for an attempted robbery there, yeah. stealing the man's wallet. Yeah, that'd have been way worse. What if he just hand fought me for that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Hey, this Brian Soldano guy, what the heck? <laughs> who who does I never, this? I never heard of him. Holy, I never smokes. heard of him before. I had heard of him, but I didn't. Tell me about him. Well, he likes to go feet to back, you know, immediately off. I, the he likes no, he likes time. to go back to back. He, he likes to be on his back, so he uses he put goes on his back to set up putting you on your back. He does go to his back in the finals. He did that, but in in uh, in both, I think both the quarters and the semis, he just went monster feet to back like immediately. And I mean, he just he is he is super dangerous. And he said in the interview after the tournament that he just he's like his coaches have put him in situations all his whole career to like to develop that that feel that hip feel um, both from neutral and and in scrambles and and on the mat and and it showed i Ber- loved it bergy was like he looked great bergy looked awesome he's it was good like, it was like how's oh okay Saldana's out of this and man he's never out of it he's never out of it no not when you can do that i i really like bergy i think he's gonna be really really tough he's got that mm. same beautiful re-attack that his brother has it's just like i don't know how they teach it so well or i don't know if it's genetic or the the program but it's they both oh, for God's sakes, a re-attack is not genetic. It's Christian. genetic. <laughs> it's in his genetic code. It's, it's, it's talent. Ben. It's talent. Ben. It's like right oh, below God. the detached earlobe. It's just unbelievable yeah. talent that or he was re- born A re-attack being genetic. Oh, you guys are high. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Proof, proof it wrong. The talent. Some people have, some people don't. Some people have got Christian it. Christian has no go behind. I can't do uh, it. <laughs> my goodness. Wow. Who else went to case in Mentorville? That's, oh man, they've had a, uh, they're good. Go there, they're, they're, they're good. No, um, I, can't, I can't remember. Who there was one really little I guy bet. that was uh, real stocky and strong. Who was that guy? Um, little guy stocky. Uh, they've had a lot of good guys. That is, that is Sam Stoll. Sam Stoll did, could not hit a go behind oh, like Sam that. Stoll, a gigantic guy. I well, no, I, I think when Cam you're, you're three hundred pounds, Mansfield. Oh, when you're three hundred pounds, there's a little bit different footwork involved. Dude, Pinnacle Pinnacle guys harder. looked really locked in. Yeah, Pinnacle guys wrestled really tough all weekend. They had um, at least you know they had, they had I think three in the finals, um, seven in the quarters, just like nice, un- you know, unbelievable. Okay, doke. Um, anywhere else, Super Thirty Two wise, we need to go before um, we. I th- I think we should just mention. Uh, so Ayala cementing himself oh, at one one twenty six, and it was and listen, this is the thing you said about Hamidi. It's not like it came easy for him, right? Um, you know, he had a relatively close match in the round of 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had to come back. His match in the quarters was relatively close. His match in the semis was insane. And then the finals was close also. Yeah. Um, you know, he had he had three really tough ranked guys uh, round of 16 on. He had uh, Jack Joffrey. Then he had then he had Zeke Seltzer and, and then Troy Spratley in the finals. So, yeah, he had a, he had a, a gauntlet. Seltzer is good. Looked really good. Yeah, I like that guy. Seltzer's really He's good. tough. Spratly, it, it Spratly was impressive. 
uh, out of Seltzer because I think it was like 8-3 in the third, and um, he kicked him. And it was like, okay, Ayala's going break stick yeah. here. And then Seltzer, boom, boom, two quick takedowns yeah. to get back in the match. So that was really impressive to stop that momentum and get it, you know, take Ayala down twice. What do you guys so, think of uh, Spratly wearing that Esmapor? How did he get that? How did he get that? Did he go to Asians one time? How did this happen? Yeah, he went to Asians and he, and he wrestled him for the singlet straight up. <laughs> straight um, up. No, he... Uh, wrestling for pinks. Apparently, we heard we heard that like his dad has some... I, I don't know if it's like a like business connection or something over there. And huh. that's some connection where you know they uh, they got they got in touch with Esmapor and they got the singlet. And Esmapor DM'd Spratly. Uh, during the tournament, when he saw that he was Whoa. wearing the singlet, so yeah, he was he, he you know that's pretty that's pretty legit that'd be pretty cool pretty legit it's pretty Esmail Poor never won Super Thirty Two um, dude you know who else ran a gauntlet Esmail <laughs> Poor yeah he hasn't I don't think he's even placed a lot of people forget that it's kind of <laughs> oh, a big God. hole in his resume uh, wow you know who else ran a gauntlet at Super at, from the one seed yeah, was Donnie. Vinny Kilkery um, yeah Kilkery dude. That kid, I I thought 106 was gonna be you know f- you know throw the names in a hat and shake them up and see who comes out on top, but um, I think one and two in the country are gonna stay one and two. Kilkery won it. Jezroga was third, and the match he lost to Corday in the in the round of 32 was it was controversial. That doesn't that doesn't factor in for rankings, but the number of wins that he had after that match, uh, ranked wins, are gonna keep him at number two. But Kilkery had. Had wins over Nick O'Neill, who's number four, um, Milani, who who's like right outside the rankings, Knox, who would be top five if he wasn't an eighth grader, um, Zam Fugget, and then he beat. Uh, oh, careful! Easy, dude. He beat, hey, I don't it's know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Fugit until till further. I'm about to put the explicit yeah. tag on this oh episode and then, and then because of Bray. No, That's but, the second time. One, you told your uh, hey. exhibitionist story, and now you're <laughs> now you're dropping f bombs. But Kilkery, dude, Kilkery, he like the story on him last year when he won PIAA's was like this kid is you know he's a maniac he'll he can win when he's losing ripping headlocks he'll rip headlocks in overtime he's just crazy he he really controlled like no he's crazy ran guys he, all the way through he he's, did the most his little role that he kept doing he almost pinned himself twice yeah. i mean i it was <laughs> i listened it, it worked but it's very dicey that role he's doing so i t- still think he's got a little bit of that uh he does wild but, card. he does but compared to where he was in March, he's made yeah. like incredible progress, and he just like he he impressed me a whole lot. Um, no, he's very good. That kid had a and he had a I mean a brutal run through the tournament. He looked great. Yes. He looks bigger too. Mm-hmm. He did, like he's starting to grow into that. He said he he, bigger. he said he had to like I don't know how much he had to, like cut cut, but he had to he had to drop a little bit of weight finally. You know, and he said that's that feels good to be like the full size. He was I don't know ninety five pounds or something yeah. like that last year. <laughs> Okay, uh, great tournament. Uh, any other guys stick out to you before we switch topics? No, I think we're good to go. Okay, we're good to go. Happy Super 32. All the matches and results up. Awesome. Flow Wrestling. Wrestling's back. It's fantastic. It's so back. It's so back. And then this so week, back. we have the this Saturday, the spookiest tournament of all time. The 195-pound eight-man on Halloween. Uh, very, very excited for that. The guys get to town, I think, Thursday. And we got the press conference and everything Friday, like we've been doing. Um, 
spin. Oh, Are wait. you going to get them to say anything interesting? Because I did not have any success when we did the bracket draw show. Well, we'll see who's a better hype man, David Bray or Ben Askren. That's <laughs> going to be the ultimate David, David Bray, get him going, baby. Bray's going to be more – like you maybe had their guard up, Ben, because like, oh, Ben's going to try to get Bray, – Bray just unassuming, <laughs> nice guy, <laughs> and then he's going to get them you know, throwing daggers. I don't know, man. I, I think awesome. it is just outside of most of these guys – ethos to do that like keith gavin and yes. gabe dean taylor lujan these are not people who are gonna say things right um yeah and sammy brooks logged off the chat maybe because he knew i was gonna get him all riled up so yeah when we did that was a per- that preemptive show, strike logged off <laughs> well, he just got out of there um so no i don't know if they'll say anything but i don't know that they need to right i mean it'd be nice to have uh you know, a little bit of playful banter, but I don't think it's necessary. I think the wrestling speaks for itself when you've got, you know, in round one, you've got national champ versus national champ, Miles Martin versus Drew Foster. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we want to get into the, if we want to have a full like bracket breakdown, maybe later in the, um, later in the week, more, more towards Thursday, or if we just want to go for it now. Let's see the boss, the whatever you want. We'll save it. Well, you know, I like to, you know, agree on things. You know, more cooperative, okay. cooperatively. We'll share governance. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, wait, Bracky, do you have uh, some COVID news? Well, I have a couple things. Um, right. One's in the doc, Uh-oh. one I just remembered uh, that I want to talk about. But the first one, yeah. So, Big Ten, football is back. Everyone's happy. Uh, it's happening. But then a situation came up that I was reminded of um, that is very different oh. in the Big Ten than all these other conferences. So... Wisconsin played Friday night. They kind of kicked off the Big Ten season Friday night. They had uh, this freshman quarterback everyone was super excited about. He goes out. He balls. He was awesome. Five touchdowns. But then it comes out on Sunday after the game, he had test positive for COVID-19. Now COVID gave him superpowers. Yeah. The problem is, is that in the Big Ten, as soon as you test positive, you are out automatically 21 days. Oh. 21 days? 21 days. That's, you you can be cured like double CDC. That that's like double CDC protocol, right? That is correct. It is also double the amount of time you are required to miss in the Big Ten in the or the Big Twelve and the ACC, which is only ten days. Because that's well, CDC protocol is ten days post symptoms. Correct. Um, so oh my God. this is going to be a problem for wrestling because it's they're not going to change it for winter sports. It's going to be the exact same protocol. So. You better not test positive for COVID. They're going to test positive positive. now. They need to get positive right now. You're right. (laughs) They're going to have they're going to have COVID parties and stuff. Oh, geez. Seriously, that's insane. Because think of the lockdown. You got to put these guys on 21 days before Big Tens, right? It's like, all right. I don't think you need to go to class, buddy. Seriously, you're just calling in. (laughs) Well, are they going to make them test? Are they going to make them test? Like at Big Tens, or what is the testing protocol? Like, is there some way? Well, the, the Big right? Ten is testing daily right now. I don't know if the winter athletes daily? are being daily. I don't know if the Big Ten is be, if uh, wrestlers are being crap. tested daily right now because they're not technically in season. Um, but I know like football and, and the fall sports that are back right now are being tested daily. Dude, might be worth wow. spending the extra money to get those Nick Saban tests. Well, so that is a, that's another <laughs> great point because so Nick Saban. Uh, a few weeks ago, testing positive, and that was like on Tuesday or Wednesday. And it's like, well, there's no way he's okay. going to be able to coach Saturday night against Georgia because there had been a few coaches <laughs> that had tested positive and missed missed the next game. Well, 
there were a, like a few weeks before that, there was a Texas A&M women's soccer player who tested positive for COVID, and she was essentially like, the heck I am, and just went out and got three independently done tests, like not university tests, but just paid for them and got them done, and uh-huh. they all came back negative. And then Texas A&M submitted, submitted all of that to the SEC, and the SEC cleared her to play and then instituted a new bylaw that if you – um, test positive, and then you have three subsequent tests after that, 24 hours apart, that all come back negative. You can come back right away. Okay. For well, real? hopefully Big Ten For has real. that. Uh, they do not, as if we speak. Well, can you write this that in? This is like the, How do you not write that in? the Russian... This is like Rusada, where they got the negative tests in the back that they're going to slip through the, the <laughs> hole in the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. As soon as this positive test comes in, the hole opens up in the wall, they slip the negative test through, golden. <laughs> there are so many false positives. It's crazy. Um, one of our guys here had one. He quarantined for, I don't know, however long he quarantined. He got retested. He never had it in the first place. He was totally asymptomatic. So, oh, my gosh. And that, that's not even, like, uncommon at all. That's, like, that happens all the no. time. So I don't blame these people for yeah. saying, no, I'm going to get three tests. And if they're all, you know, negative, then good to go. But that's, that is going to have yeah. huge impact on, on wrestling. Yeah, sure. I mean, even if you yeah. test positive like the second week, we're looking at maybe like a ten to twelve week season. You just miss this huge chunk of time where you can't be in the room training with these guys. Oh, that's so true. You can't just you can't like train. as soon as that twenty one well, days is up, you can't just jump back in. Listen, Kyle, tell me this. Tell me if you're. <laughs> I'm not gonna name any names because I don't want anyone to yell at me. But this name, insert Big Ten coach's name. You could do like probably ninety seven percent of them. Kyle is the starting 133-pounder for Pick University, so no one's getting mad at me. Michigan man. Michigan man. He's a Michigan man. He tests positive. He's a starter at 133. Christian is the backup 133. Tell me they're not going to go, hey, bro, go wrestle with Kyle. Like, you can get it. No big deal. And you guys are partners by yourselves for 21 days. Hmm. They won't be able to be in the room. They'll They'll have to find somewhere. Somewhere else to do it. Yeah. They have somewhere else. Yeah, I know. I, I'm <laughs> There's sure, an undisclosed I'm sure location. They, I'm sure that they do, and the schools are helping them find those undisclosed locations. Um, How but about the, the other thing you guys that know you're going to happen? That's going to happen. Well, you know, the other thing for that's sure. going to happen is the contact tracing once someone tests positive because those people are auto- automatically out for a little bit too. Quarantine oh, also. Right. Well, it's easy. So then you have the whole group just go train together. <laughs> oh, boy. He's got a little, little, uh, little wrestling group. I, just. I want to go for herd immunity right now. Just the, get it. The yeah. bigger story there is that <laughs> Bracky and I moved Stefan Mitchich to third on the depth chart. That is, that that's is what good. people aren't aren't talking about enough. <laughs> Guys, that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. People we are gonna, are gonna, gonna be third. like, "Hey, yeah. listen, I'm not gonna not have you train for 20." These coaches are cra- cra- Christian. I've told you stories. You know how crazy these coaches are. Oh yes. You know. You know they're gonna say, "Listen, it's it's effing the middle of." February, I'm not going to not have Bracky train for 21 days. I am going to go have someone train with him in a secret location, and we're not going to tell anyone about it. That's what's going to happen. Who is Which coach is most likely to be working on a coronavirus um, uh, All of them. A- antibody right now? All of them. No, the, um, what's it called? Oh, antibody. Vaccine. 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 <laughs> Vaccine, yeah. Oh, who's, who's got it in their, in their spare time? Like, maybe I can knock out well, a vaccine listen. real quick. <laughs> No, it's the redneck vaccine, Christian. You just have one of them gets it. They all hang out with that dude. They all get it. That's a redneck vaccine right there, bro. I resent the implication, Ben. 
Brian Snyder is a doctor. Yeah, Brian Snyder is a doctor. Brian Snyder is a doctor. Brian Snyder is working on the... Yes, it is. No, it if you're a doctor, you're a, a doctor's a doctor's a it doctor, Ben. Whatever he says, guys, medical he's a doctor advice. of sociology. It does not count. I don't even know what that no, means. No. To me, that's that's like epidemiology. <laughs> um, Listen, I say go for the redneck vaccine and have them all hang out. I don't see I, the issue. I do too, but do it right now. But do um, it right now. But do we know you can't get it again? No, that... you know, we don't know anything. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, it's all made up. No one gets points. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally whose line is it anyway? Uh, and the other thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, apparently in Michigan uh, high school, they're going to try to make you wrestle with a mask. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wisconsin, too. No, Wisconsin, no. too. How? It's, it's physically. They, I tweeted last week. They must have never have wrestled because it is going to be physically impossible. Listen, I don't know. They're making people. They're, they're, they're going to make the basketball players wear masks, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> what? It says basketball, competitive no. cheer, ice hockey, and wrestling. Man. Ice hockey, you're wearing a helmet anyway, so. What the heck? Wait, it's, what Wait, what kind of so a mask, ridiculous. though? I don't know. It what just kind of a mask could you wear? Listen, if you get face, cross It just faces, says face coverings. Face coverings. Oh, hey, guys, I got some big news. And this is this is exactly, you guys, you got to know, we are we Snyder's are got something. a vaccine. Love it. We have a, no, no, we have a plan. My redneck vaccine. All right. If they test positive, they're out of the testing protocol for 90 days. That's from a, from a coach. Really? Wow, Dude, that's easy. Months. Listen, September, January 1, February 1, March 1, April 1. Listen, it's Christmas party vaccine time, baby. Yeah, baby. We're going to have, <laughs> yes, this is the we're season. all going to stay together. You're going to, we are going to go pay someone $500 who's got the coronavirus to come to our Christmas party. We're going to share from the punch bowl where everyone's going to kiss each other. And, you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> They're no. just positive. They can't share you're drinks. By January kiss. one, no, you're gonna do it all, Christian. We are gonna do maximum insurance that everyone on the team gets coronavirus. That's what we're gonna do. Okay. Um, you like my idea? You like? I know you like my idea. You're just proof. not willing to admit it. It's uh, it, it makes sense. The I steps, love it. Yeah. I mean, the the kissing, you know, that could be uh, problematic. <laughs> but you know what? In the spirit of competition. You love to see it. Plus, that's more of a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. Should they say <laughs> well, for... but we need it. No, we need to get it done by January one. We have to oh, be yeah. done by January one. We know how this guy likes to bring in the New Year. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I hope you're. COVID. I hope you're. I hope you've already had it at that point. Okay, that's a that's a surefire uh... way to keep six feet of distance between you and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um. All right. Well, that's going to be oh, freaking interesting. Uh, if. To see how that plays out, all, all these fun little Listen, wrinkles. You can tell Clay, you can tell Kale. I I do, in fact, have a plan. He asked okay. me if I have a plan. Yeah, I do. Listen, everyone's getting together <laughs> at David Taylor's house. We're sharing drinks. We're kissing. Everyone's getting Corona. December twentieth. We're done by January first, and we don't get tested for ninety days. Perfect. Championship. All right. What if? Oh, oh, I got an idea. No, I got another idea. I got another plan, Christian. Maybe possibly even better. More kissing. Okay, you ready for this? There's no more kissing in this one. We pay. We do the uh, we do the reverse Nick Saban. We pay for positive tests. We pay for positive tests. We 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 throw in these positive tests for everyone on the team. Like December uh -huh. 18, right? Boom, they're done. They can't get tested for 90 days. They're golden. What do you think about that? It's, it's foolproof. What could go wrong? Fabric. Uh... How do we buy positive tests? <laughs> Fal falsifying medical 
medical results. I, I what could go Listen, wrong? Listen, you know every coach in the Big Ten is going. Shit! Why didn't I think of that? That's genius. <laughs> How do I buy those positive tests? If you ever apply for another head coaching position, I hope they don't unearth this uh, episode for. 567. I hope they appreciate my ingenuity, Christian. They're all thinking it. They just can't say it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen, listen, listen. There has to be a black market for positive tests somewhere. I don't know where it is. I don't have to search it, but there's got to be one somewhere. The deep web. Yeah, we got to figure out how to get on the deep web. Yeah. Does anyone? (laughs) Well, they, they they shut down the Silk Road. They shut that down. What does that mean? That was where you could buy all the illegal stuff in the black market. Yeah. Yeah. Like LimeWire? I don't know what LimeWire is. No. Way darker than that. Way darker than that. Like drugs. Drugs. (laughs) But you bought it with Bitcoin, and that's how they eventually tracked him. Kidneys. All that stuff. There's not a name attached to Bitcoin, but there's an address. And they tracked Russ Ulbricht down through this. And unfortunately, and probably unwarranted, Russ Ulbricht is uh, spending life in prison right now for his crimes. What did he do? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a long, there's a whole book. You should probably read it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel they like I can get to close those of, now and save me a book reading. Session. Well, they accused him of hiring for murder, uh, uh, hiring someone for murder. And, but I think it's really sketchy and a lot of people think that is not true. Um, yeah. So anyways, free Russ Albrecht. So Bray is already on it. He is Googling black market, positive COVID-19 tests. I'm not having luck so far. No, you, can't, you can't Google it, guys. Yeah, you like, got to go on Bing. You got no. You got to get like in a. You got to go through like four <laughs> yeah. channels before you're even in this. Like it's yeah. not. You can't just type yeah. in, "Hey, how do I get to the dark web?" Like you got you to know. You got to know a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> All right, Bray is now googling. What are the four channels to go through to buy positive? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's good. He's good. Um, hey, so if you didn't know. Jordan Burroughs and Zahid Valencia are going to wrestle one another. We had Bader and Mike on location with each guy. We have some uh, clips from each. Hey, yes. Before we get to that, Christian, I, I'm going to yell at you. You're withholding information, and I don't know why, because I am like a steel trap. I do not leak information. Um, number sure one. talking about. Hold on. I don't know the November 14th card behind beyond Z- Zeke, uh, Zahid and Jordan. Number two. You haven't told me who the other four competitors in the 150-pound bracket are, and I am quite offended. Well, we have the fifth. Well, uh, so McKenna's in, and we're looking at um, Ooh, some nice. other some other big names. Uh, Evan Henderson's going to okay. be in as well, and then Ooh, there's two two big names that we're more we're, we're after. Yes, two white whales. That's exciting. White whales. Okay, what about the November 14th? Are we we have how many people are on that card? The card is set. There's going to be eight matches. You're going to like them. Yeah, it's going to be really good. When are you guys announcing? Probably on the October 31st card uh, during the show. Our PR firm's working on it. Yeah, we have a PR firm. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised you guys uh, have been able to keep it quiet if they're all signed that no one has tweeted about it or texted or, you know, usually I hear things, but I haven't heard anything. They took an oath. Also, one person did tweet about it. Yeah. Really? Who? I wonder. I'm not going to see it. I'm going to say. Well, right, they already tweeted about it. What's the deal? You got to find it. All right, find the tweet. <laughs> uh, Damn it all. So, yeah, that's coming. That's coming soon. Um, but, yeah, the card is set. It's completely set. So all right. Be, Exciting. Great. And we're working on the, the 150 now. Oh. So, good stuff there. Hey, but this Jordan Burroughs stuff. Hey, why don't we play this Jordan Burroughs clip? Yeah. Answer 
Ben's so, conspiracy yeah, theory. Ben, he won't get off this. Either. Hey, listen, listen, I'm not wrong. You can tell me whatever Jordan Brooks says in an interview. I am not wrong. Well, I'm not telling you. Jordan's going to tell you. Yeah, Jordan. Well, Jordan, Jordan's li- it's called lying. After 2021, do you think that'd be 74? Is there any chance it might be 79? No, I'll never go up. 74 kilos is the weight class that I'll always wrestle. As long as I'm competing, I'll be at 74 kilos. Unless it's 185. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Ex- except for November 14th, right? Unless it's an exhibition UWW, match. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um... There it is. He's not going up. Guys, guys, he's not going to tell you his plan. Listen, I know people. I know things. The man is the man's considering. He's considering. Why do you think he's going to wrestle the number one and two guy at 86? He's seeing what it feels like. Well, I don't think he's going to wrestle the number man. one guy. Yeah, so what happened? Because I saw David still taunting him on uh, was it Instagram or Twitter or some type of social media. David was still taunting him. But uh, it appears that match is uh, not going to materialize. It appears so. Um, I, I think he wants just to wrestle matches. I, I've listen. I don't think he's big enough for eighty six, one hundred and eighty nine pounds. That's- oh, I see. I see. I, I got so, people hooked me up. Kyvin Gadsden tweeted, "Jeez, Kyvin, <laughs> it's okay. It's not a big deal." Um, okay. What? Yeah. Get back on topic, though. I I don't so think I got he's... ADHD. Listen, I can't. I get distracted, Christian. I, no, I know. I'm, I'm terrible. Just, I'm just centering I, us. I center us. Yeah, I I just don't see any reason. Why Why would he go up? Explain this. Because making me. the weight is really really challenging for him. I mean, we've and and so then and then on top of that, seventy nine would be easier, right? Um. At the World Championship, 79 is an easier bracket than 74. That is true. Every year. Right? Yes. Every year. So he goes up. He wins a couple more world titles. And, you know, that that really adds to, that makes him the greatest American wrestler of all time. You could already argue for him definitively to be the greatest American wrestler of all time. But there there is an argument. He wins a couple more world title, titles. I don't think there is any argument whatsoever. It's easier on his body. Um, as you get older, right, these things become harder and harder. He's getting older now. I, I don't see why he wouldn't go up. Hmm. I don't think he values titles at 79 kilos. Um, like, for to take shots at, at Dake's titles there, and I think it means a lot to him to yeah, stay at 74. That's because he hates Kyle Dake. Huh? That's just because he hates Kyle Dake. Yeah, maybe. But I, I think he really wants to win at 74. It's his weight class. He wants to be the man there and, and prove his longevity there. I think he wants to stay there. He's he's not the only one that brings up the non-Olympic title thing either. I mean, that was Chimizo's big, one of his big points, you know, in the in the build up to that match with Dake was like, like yeah, you've won the the title at seventy nine twice, but like, what kind of weight class is that? You know, it's not an Olympic weight or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I think there there is there is that thought among not just Burroughs but other guys, and I think I don't know. Burroughs knows that, and he knows that that will impact how some people think about his legacy. I think he wants to stay in Olympic weight. Hey, so the the David Taylor match, do you guys feel like it's not going to materialize at all, or do you think it's just kind of off for now? Because I feel like if it doesn't happen now, you know, th- then we get into January, February, then there will be trials around the corner, and then it's just definitely not going to happen. I feel the same. If we don't see it by December, it's not going to happen because then it's like, man, we're the, within four months of trials, and I feel like they're just going to be tunnel, fo- tunnel vision focused on, yes. you know, making the team in April. So that's kind of how – 
that's my read. I don't know. Things could change mm-hmm. and it could happen, but I think it's going to be based on what I know. I think it's going to be tough for the, for the match to happen. Even though I think it would be, I think it would be awesome. I think it'd be really exciting. I think for Jordan to take that level of a challenge would be really something. I mean, I think Zahid Valencia is I like. Agree. I mean, I think even him wrestling Zahid is like, whoa, he's really. This is maybe the number two guy at the Olympic weight above him that he's going to be wrestling against and someone that's can really challenge him athletically. Zahid, to his credit, is very, very confident. We have a clip from, from Zahid and Mike's interview with him um, just about how he's feeling about this match. Excuse me. Zeke said to you during practice yesterday, he said, there's going to be a point where you're down, where he's down by a point and he's going to yeah. be coming. Do you remember what you said afterwards? Yeah, so he's going to be down by a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of confidence is rare yeah. in 23-year-old young men. That kind of confidence when going against a multiple-time world Olympic champion is darn near unheard of. Because yeah. it wasn't just you saying it. Yeah. I knew you meant it. Yeah. Where does it come from? Where does that, that kind of confidence come from? Um, I think it's just all of from from all the years that I've been doing it, um, knowing that that's the type of mentality I'm gonna have going into the match in order for me to take the win, I need to be able to say he's not gonna be down by just one. You know, if he's down by one, then you know that's exactly where he wants to be. This is his 30-second sprint. This is where he wins matches. This is where he's good at. So, you know, by telling myself I have to be up by a lot more. Um, it's going to take away that opportunity for him. And, you know, scoring early, scoring often, you know, keep my pressure high. That's just the type of wrestler that I am. So he says, you know, the the, the real juice is early on when he says he's going to be down by a lot more than that, which mm-hmm. I didn't expect that to come out of Zahid Valencia's mouth. What, what were your thoughts, then? Great line. I love the line for trash talk. Um, do I see that actually happening? Nah, not really. I think if you know if he's going to win, it's going to be a one-two point match. Uh, I there's no way I see foresee him beating uh, Jordan by multiple points. That's just out of the, for me out of the realm of possibilities. I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. I just don't see it. What's Jordan's most lopsided loss in his career? Probably Bagzod. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, but that was – I think you kind of discount that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big-time discount. How bad did Godoyev beat him when he beat him? Maribel beat him by criteria. Godoyev was Dake, a match, wasn't it? Dake's – his first uh, – or his only loss to Dake, I think, was – if it wasn't criteria, it was It close. ended up being a point, I think. Yeah. Just, that one got I mean, really it was close. Like the two Sitikoff ones were basically um, a point or two max – yeah. He was winning with seven seconds to go. Godoyev, I feel like, might have beat him by, like, two or so. Um, man, he's never been beaten. Even still, I feel like it was a match where Burroughs was trying to put that sprint together to to maybe take the lead on Criteria or yeah. something. But, I mean, yes. the, the blood time just, like, shut that sprint down. It was like, Oh, my gosh. Know. That match was a disaster. The Dake match ended up being Criteria, by the way. Yeah, so it was a Criteria. His only win over Burroughs is, is a Criteria one. Now he just kind of gave up he that takedown. He shut down. Yeah, but still. So the final, I'm, I'm watching the Burroughs. It was 3-2. 
was the final for Burroughs Godoyev. Dang. Man, that was a bad day. Okay. That was a bad day. Yeah, so I don't I don't see that happening. Um I listen, um I know Burroughs is very confident as well. I, I'm really excited to see how this match turns out. Um Zahid has kind of jumped levels in the last year, and then we also haven't seen him for the last nine months. So who knows what has happened in that time period? Um he is not gigantic for eighty six, but he's definitely bigger than Jordan, is what I would say. Um, so I think this can be competitive. I think Zahid can match him athletically, which very few people can say about Jordan Burroughs. Um, I, I'm pumped for this match. Yeah, uh, I, I am as well. And I thought, I think Zahid looks pretty lean himself. I know I kind of threw it out there. Would he ever consider coming down? We think he's probably too big, but um, I think he's going to be pretty undersized at, at 86, at least. 86, for sure. Currently. So part of me is like, Jordan Burroughs wouldn't take this match if he wasn't supremely confident he was going to win no, <clears throat> no matter what. And then I'm like, well... On the other hand, if he's considering wrestling David Taylor, all the confidence in the world, he would have to know that's going to be a really, really tough match for him to win. It was a tough match for him yeah. to win when he was a 74 before he ever won a world title. So now I'm like, well, maybe maybe he's just like feeling like, hey, let's just test myself, and I'm not worried about mm-hmm. losing exhibition matches. Yeah. yeah By the way, sure. uh, Kozak brought it up. Sargush in 2014 when his knee was hurt it was like 9-2. to two. Oh my gosh. More bad memories. Yeah. These Russians have ruined so many of my days. Dag on. <laughs> evil people. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Bre- <laughs> Bre- Sargush is a villain. That's He's what they are. Villain. Yeah. Um, all right. Next. Where, where to next? Want to hit some questions? Probably questions. And I'd say either tomorrow or Thursday we could talk about uh, the 95 pound bracket and kind of break those down. Yes. CJ Kemp, can you guys get Ben Chael and Sion to call a card together? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Which I say, some people uh, just want to watch the world burn, uh, and that's one of those people is CJ Kemp. Because that would be uh, we should we should have two it. two streams. You know, you have the normal commentary, and then it's just like the after dark commentary. Yeah. <laughs> or you like it's one of those websites where you have to like sign in and say you're 18 like the alcohol websites or what or 21. Yeah. Like whenever you go to the alcohol website oh it makes you say you're 21. You like have to say <laughs> you have your parents permission to watch that stream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that yeah, would be I, that would be your most fun stream ever in the history. <laughs> it would just be no you know what it would be it would just devolve into something completely unrelated to the wrestling on the match you and yeah, Shale, which is awesome you and Shale <laughs> hypothesizing about who would gut who or not gut who who knows where Sion's gonna take it if 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 you Sion and Chael were on a call you would all be calling each guy like different by different names you'd be pronouncing the names oh wow that's wow. true it would just be you could you know Kirk Fleet would be great you, we, oh we gotta get Kirk Fleet on the card Kirkwich Kirkwood, <laughs> I uh, Kirkwood. We we, get a couple, we still get a couple hybrids on the card. Yeah, what? A, Everyone kept saying Captain Kirk. It's too nerdy. Yeah, that that dude doesn't watch Star yeah. Trek. Yeah, come on, guys. No way. Because uh, he's like a major, I think. Yeah, he'd be a major. Hey, one thing um, that, that I could see that devolving to is just. Or what could be good coming out of is is a round robin gut wrench contest because I want to see Ben do a regular gut wrench against Sion Williams. That's what I want to see. Can I, I get Can I get around him? That's you, if you squeeze hard enough, I guess. 
Maybe. It'd be tight. Right. Okay, after Khabib versus Justin, I saw a bunch of people saying that Sambo is a better base for MMA than wrestling. Oh, for but there's God been more sake. champs who, who are wrestlers than some of the This is an actual Wait, cannibal. Why is this question? This is okay. Actual cannibal, you you contribute to our show. This question is completely absurd. There's only been one Sambo person who is ever good at mixed martial arts. Dumb question. Can we just burn this question? Also, in, is, is it, wrestling can, bears better for MMA? Because we've seen uh, Khabib have a lot of success. Uh, Lance the Party Palmer, Palmer has had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Um, should more kids be wrestling bears? Yes. I, you know what? I would really love to wrestle a bear. I wish I could. My brother's <laughs> dog is kind of. My brother's dog's kind of like a bear, and I was headlocking the crap out of him last week because he was trying to, you know, get at me. Mm. He's like 160, 170. I would love hey. to wrestle. Listen, I will wrestle a bear. I was, I went off on this tangent, and I mean, Christian, I mean it. I really, genuinely mean this from the bottom of my heart. Some of these wrestlers today they're babies i went with him it's just two pounds different <laughs> christian give me a damn bear for 20 grand i will wrestle a bear for 20 grand we have to make this happen i don't care we can find a bear put a bear in like, there i can find i a will bear. whoop that bear's butt i might lose my points but he will not pin i will pin that bear <clears throat> i want to we should we should have it like a, a, a like an escalating thing like start with like a feral hog because we got those oh, yeah. they're all over the place. <laughs> you take out a feral hog we'll get you a bear because it's not going to be any trouble us finding a feral hog. These things are everywhere. Just go to any cornfield. They're just ravaging. My brother's dog's like 170. I pinned him in like 14 seconds. No big okay. deal. Listen, right, we won't, we won't involve a, a dog. We won't involve Did a dog. Did your brother's dog make you cut to 73? Yeah. He made <laughs> he you cut not. down. I, I'm up over two bills right now. I'm going to come down. Get, you know, I've started working out finally again after my surgery. I'm going to come down. I mean, I, I won't need the barrel probably be bigger than me, so I won't necessarily need to weigh it, but I will, I will in fact, wrestle a bear. Yeah. I want to see you in a far ankle scramble against a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think bears weigh more than 160 pounds. Like, yeah, how big more. is the bear? Okay. I think I just keep like, talking well, about how you wrestled this 160 do pound dog. And yeah. I just don't see well, how it I'm translates. Saying, I'm saying that was no challenge. I'm saying it wasn't a challenge for me, Kyle. I used a bear. Okay. I just Googled brown bear weight. It says from an adult can weigh from 180 to 1,300 pounds. <laughs> that is the most preposterous what? variance in size. I swear. I'm going to send this screenshot to Tyler. He can pull it up. That is well, absolutely ridiculous. I thought grizzlies were gigantic, so you don't want to wrestle one of them. But like, no, there's no they'll kill you. You will die. You'll you be wanna, a dead person. You want to wrestle probably like a, a black bear. Those are the smallest. The small one. The one whatever Lance Palmer could be wrestling, I'm going to wrestle that. That looks like a blast. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Lance still has some connections with his family. Yeah, does he have a bear hook? Bear. Why don't we just ask Lance? What Lance, give us your bear. How long do bears live for? I don't know. That's a great question. We need Dwight Schrute on this show. Yeah, where's Dwight? Um, <laughs> an American black bear weighs between 130. Apparently, the start weight for all bears is 130 to 660 like 50, pounds. They need to make 57 kilograms, Christian. Duh. 50, yeah, that's true. That is the Olympic weight. Um, so, yeah, there's the variance for brown bears. Uh, Tyler's pulling it up here. I mean, that's just ridiculous. 180 that's absurd. How can that pounds. be? I don't know. Maybe they're factoring, factoring in the Haunchyville <clears throat> people version of bears. Oh, oh. Okay, oh, listen. Did you go to Mystic Road? One of the parents can be like, how do you not know about Haunchyville? How do you? And I'm like, <laughs> I've never heard of this shit. So I start, I'm like, hey, do you, do you know about Haunchyville? And listen. Like two out of ten parents had heard about Haunchyville. Most of them have been lifetime Wisconsiners. But Kyle, he did give me another alien hour. He's from he's from Pennsylvania, the yeah. parent originally. That was about Haunchyville. 
He said you need to do an alien hour about Gravity Hill. Have you ever heard of this? No. Gravity oh. Hill? Okay. He said Gravity Hill. He said you need that needs to be your next alien hour. It's a Pennsylvania thing. Okay. okay. Bedford County, PA. South Central. Oh, snap. I know that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this Mysterious Thursday. Road Defies Gravity in Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there we go. wonder if that's so it. So there's multiple Gravity Hills, apparently. Yeah, that could just be a news Hey, does Super 32 do an OW? I, mean, I did not hear an OW announced. If if there was one, I, I think it should have been Hamidi. Yeah, I think so. It was going to be Buzakis, and then I was like, well, Hamidi just pins everyone. So, yeah. yeah. Him. FRL listener, what is the correct way to cut a sandwich? It's kind of a curveball. Mm. I don't cut my sandwiches, but yeah, me I have to cut them for my kids because my kids are whiners sometimes, and I do that just a diagonal. So two triangles. Yeah, I like that. Not my... Freaking precious angel children now have this thing that cuts off the crust. What? Oh. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. do it. I don't do it. You refuse? No. Eat the crust. <clears throat> ridiculous. What's wrong with crust? It's Tracy Piles like wouldn't cut the crust off. No, that's the good stuff. You're <laughs> darn right. Okay. <laughs> Salty walk-on. This is the funniest question. What Halloween candy reminds you most of the Bradley Hamida match from the open? Hashtag roll the clip. Ooh. <laughs> so he, just, he just wants the clip to play again. Um, uh, it's got to be something that smashes. Smash? Uh, crunch, uh, crunch? Crunch? Yeah, crunch. Oh, let's go crunch bar. Yeah. Yeah. Answer. Crunch bar. That's good. Uh, I don't know if we kind of put Ch Tyler on the spot. Oh, nope, he's got no. it ready. Right. Here we go. Crunch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kit Kat, though, is designed to be broken in half. That's true. Kit Kat, it's a snap it, you know? Oh, my gosh, it could be. Oh, that that so looks like WWE to me. I freaking love it. Oh, God, it's awesome. I don't know how Bray came up with two so quickly, but that's pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Thank you, Salty Walk-On. candy hit over Salty Walk-On or anyone, if you continue to come up with ways to mildly organically slip in this match, we will continue to play it. Because so until great. until Ben ceases to cackle when he sees it, we're gonna keep playing. It, it should be part of our intro. It really should. Yeah. Um, this is well, a you guys don't wait. Hold on. No, let me ask you a serious question, Christian. Okay. You guys are doing these cards every once in a while. You know how the UFC every UFC you have an intro card, right? It plays every single pay per view. Same one. Mm -hmm. You guys should do one of those and have you know a minute of awesome clips. This has to be the starter and the ender for those clips. Okay. Who who was Bradley was Bradley also wrestling Hamida when they like totally destroyed the table that one time Spay was Yes, all they yes. do is try to injure each other. That, yes. that clip audio on is, is maybe better. Yeah, it sounds like oh yeah. Sounds like really? a truck. It sounds, sounds like a like car like crash. Hold on, yeah. We gotta keep talking so we can play this clip and play it with sound on. And it's so funny because the stream the like, table. <laughs> his stream just completely stops, but you can hear the audio, like the, the video feed just freezes, but then Spay's like, all right, are we back? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can hear me. <laughs> all right, we'll pull that up while, uh, while we continue. Seriously, um, you guys should have an intro, little intro clip of a bunch of great highlights or something. That would just be all getting smashed up. into tables. Absolutely. Someone wants to know how Khabib would do at 74 kilograms in Tokyo. John... Sorry. I don't like it. Yeah, like probably not it. very well. Probably not well at all. Everyone always asks that. Yeah. I don't think he's as good a wrestler as people think yeah. he is. It's just not the same. Very different. Yes. Uh, What are we supposed to do now that Khabib has retired? A lot of Khabib questions. Who knew? 
Khabib's retired and there are no fighters left for him to smash. I have no idea. We need yeah. Ben Askren I mean, to come listen, back. I, I love that he retired when he wanted to retire versus these guys that hang on too long. Um, I, mean, I think that's fantastic. Uh, he's at the top of his game. Great great time to retire. He probably won't need money. He's a gigantic. I mean, he's, the, he's probably the most famous Muslim athlete on the planet. So I don't think he's ever going to need to fight again if he doesn't want to. It would seem like he wouldn't wouldn't have to. And I think more than anything, I understand it because it's like what's left for him to do? Who's left for him to beat? He's like, I've already beaten McGregor and the other guy McGregor is going to fight. I've choked these guys out. What? Who's left for me? Where's the challenge? Yep. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I agree. He's, he's the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this is probably more of a question for Steven. When's the last time Oklahoma State wrestling and football were this close in the rankings? Probably not that long no. ago. Oklahoma State's had really good football with Gundy. Yeah. Um, I need to look, but I mean, I I would guess within the past ten years they've been a top ten team. Okay. Really? They've been close. Yeah. I feel I mean, like the last few years Gundy, have been a little tougher. It, no, it, it has been a little bit. Of a slump there, but I mean, he had like five or six straight years where they won 10, 11 games every year. Didn't Danny Busey yell at your wife? At Gary Busey. Gary Busey, that's his name. Yeah, it was really messed up. He yelled at, well, we'll tell that story. What's Gary Busey up to? Well, Gary Busey, um, <laughs> Gary Busey went to Oklahoma State. Huh. So a few years ago, we went up to Stillwater, watched West Virginia play them. And um, in typical West Virginia style, they blew a double digit lead and we lost. And it was super sick. Um. So, and Gary Cracky Bu- takes his, takes losses really well. It was awful. So I'm I'm a very superstitious person, and um, that was the year we were ranked in the top ten. Uh, we had a good thing going, and I would wear the same outfit every single Saturday. Oh well, my goodness! This was a week before Thanksgiving, and that outfit was just like kind of a light little West Virginia pullover and shorts, and um, so. It was going to be cold, and it was like an afternoon game that went into the night. Uh, so it was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to wear your outfit? Like, you can't not wear it. So I wore the outfit, oh, no. and we're doing great. But, I mean, literally at halftime, I went and just, like, pretty much hid in the bathroom because it was so cold. <laughs> oh, my god! And I was trying to warm up. So then it only got worse as the night went on. We blow the lead. It's freaking awful. But Gary Busey's at the game. They, like, honored him and everything. And we're literally we're leaving the stadium. We're standing on a street corner a few blocks away, like, walking to our car. And this black SUV rolls up, and it was a stop sign. And so they stop, and we're sitting there at the corner waiting across the street. And Gary Busey just sticks his head out and just yells, hey! Like, pretty much right in our faces. And then the car just speeds off. He just yelled, hey? Yeah. He said, hey! Yeah, that was it. Because I I didn't think he thought we were, like, paying attention because we kind of, like, had our back to where the car pulled up. I think he was trying to scare us, but we'd like heard the car, so we, like, kind of turned. And all of a sudden, you see Gary Busey just hanging out the window, and he just yelled, hey, at us. Man. Yeah, it was just a real. It was kick us while we're down moment. Yeah, hadn't forgotten that. <laughs> okay, That's Gary Busey, freaking Gary Busey. Okay, I think we've exhausted the questions. No, we gotta keep talking because I gotta get this clip to. Talk. Oh, we gotta get the clip yeah. up. Um, listen, no, there's one question uh, that I really loved. Ask uh, it. it, it that the title is Bracky S. Gilman got married a few weeks ago, given a large contingent of Hawkeyes. Do you think any top secret information was given away? And the answer to this is Kale very clearly has a plan and he made Gilman sign an NDA. 
And so there will be no top secret information given away. That sounds about right. He could have he could have had given Gilman give away some decoy information. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's see right there. Fake information. Yeah, we lift every day, guys. We yeah. lift and lift and lift <laughs> and lift. Squats heavy. Ever since Snyder got here, all we do is oh my tie gosh. our trucks to ourselves and pull them around. <laughs> if it doesn't, see... if the, the workout doesn't involve a truck, we don't do it. Period. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh boy, here Sound it is. Sound on, baby. Sound on. Crank it. Sound like a car crash. Bradley trucking Hamida into a table. <laughs> Hit it, Tyler. Straight on double. Come on. Oh. All right. Here we go. You guys still here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't we have an alternate camera angle on that one that we can see from somewhere? No. I don't can, we, think can we play it one more time, Tyler? One more time. It's like oh, one of those Russian wild. dashboard cameras. Straight on double. Come on. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You guys still here? Here we go. Here we do go. Oh my gosh. And back to back. Oh no! Dude, that, that, that one with space. Tyler, I wasn't ready for that. Oh my gosh. That one with space is seriously like, it's like the Russian dashboard cams where you're just like, oh, okay, car driving. Oh, now it's flipping. <laughs> oh my word. Dude, that was great. We just need to start. We need to bank all the amazing little um, truck footage things like that. We need more boards close to wrestling mats. More hockey boards close to wrestling mats. Yeah. That Seriously. could be the next flow card. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you guys. Next. Dude, you know the, like, the plastic uh, boundaries that you can set up, movable ones? You set those up around the mat on November 14th card. And you and get, get points extra if points. you hit the targets. Yeah, we get and in our first two matches are Anthony Valencia versus Hayden Heidley and Dom Bradley versus Yusuf Hamida. Yeah. No, 100%. I think we should do like I think we should just have drywall all around it. And oh, they just get plowed yeah. through the drywall. That would just be like Dom Bradley Yusuf Hamida imprints in the wall. That would be so great. Drywall drywall. Everyone does cage matches. No, we do drywall matches at flow. <laughs> now now what you guys cooking. have this you guys good. have the one camera up high and you have the one camera on the string. So I think you could do like a four foot sheet of drywall all the way around the mat and we're oh, yeah. good. Then you have cameras oh, yeah. on the other side of the drywall, you yeah. know, back like 10, 15 Call feet. Call that the so Kool-Aid can, cam. Yeah, so you can see where they smash <laughs> through the wall. This is good. I love it. This is yeah, good. This is some of our best it. ideas in years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can't top that. We can't top Kool-Aid cam and drywall matches and Yusuf Hamida uh, getting smashed into things. So we're just going to go. We have no choice. We'll be back tomorrow. We had, what, so many more plans, Christian. We had so many plans today. So many plans. With someone, I hope someone has a planning document. We solved COVID. We figured out COVID, yeah. That was good. That was one of the best <laughs> things we did. Thanks, thanks to Dr. Brian Snyder for his cooperation on the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to everyone who slams people into tables. It's not the best thing, but sometimes it's really funny and no one gets hurt and we can have a laugh. It's kind of the best thing. It's kind of the best, though. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for watching Super 32. So maybe did it was an amazing most, tournament. Most watched ever, right? Most watched ever. Boom. By big, by big numbers. Big, huge. huge. Love it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. That'll be a happy Wednesday because we get some delicious breakfast foods. Thanks, David Bray, for stopping in. See you guys later. Thank you. <laughs>